Welcome back to Hello Miss Robinson Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Hello Miss Robinson here. Jasmine Robinson, yours truly. It has been three weeks, so my dearest apologies to all my fellow and faithful listeners, but we are back and I am excited because we have so many amazing testimonies that I want to share with you today. I thought this podcast could be a recap of our last trip that we went on and just highlight all of the amazing things that uh, Jesus did on that trip. It was incredible. So two weeks ago, we landed in Winnipeg, Manitoba. If you do not know where that is, definitely look on the map. It is the province left of Ontario, right above North Dakota. <laughs> Look at that topography skillage. Anyway, it is a beautiful place in the summer. The winter, it's pretty much a tundra. Flatlands, farmland, so it's just ice and snow in the winter. However, the summer is another story. It is fabulous, literally such a beautiful place. There's sunflower fields everywhere. We were on our way to the meeting. It was about an hour and 40 from where we were staying. And we literally drove past five sunflower fields. And they were no joke. They weren't little. They were massive. And so it is such a pretty place. There's cattails and cornfields and soy fields and it's just big open blue skies hot but not humid it is clean air you hear crickets start to chirp around 6 p.m the sun doesn't go down till like 9 30 it's insane it's literally a dream we have had the most incredible time there our friends josh and laura are the most amazing people if you listen to this laura you're amazing. I love you. You're an incredible woman, and I'm so glad I know you. But they are our good friends that we met back in January when we preached up at a church uh, near Winnipeg. It's called Oak Bank. And so God just connected us, and we've been in touch ever since. And so we went back. We preached at their church for three nights, and then we did two house meetings at their house. And it was just such a fun time. And basically, testimonies from the church meetings from Sunday to Tuesday. Sunday morning, I'll be honest, it was it was a tough crowd. <laughs> There's a lot of apathy, but it's okay because that's why we came to bring life, to bring the word, and to just help the pastor, help the church and minister in any way we could to help those people in any way that we could. And so Sunday morning was just a good, you know, just plowing, plowing, plowing. The word was going forth. People were receiving. Uh, people were saved, like teenagers. I think five or six teenagers came to the altar call that morning and a few other adults. Um, so it was a good morning. It was amazing. It was beautiful seeing people get set free from depression and anxiety. People uh, came up and received freedom and joy from that. So it was good to pray for those people. And then we came back to the church Monday night, and it was a powerful time. Nick preached about the kingdom of heaven in you, the, the life of God in you, what we carry, and really what, um, 
we can walk in as a born again believer. And again, just the word, the word, the word. And then he laid hands on every single person in the building. And it was like thick in there. It was a beautiful night. The presence of God was so strong. The lady that was playing the piano was incredibly anointed. Tanya, if you're listening, if you find this somehow, you're incredible. And God was just moving. There was 13-year-old girls just weeping under the presence of God. There was children just getting touched, just in the presence, just peaceful, receiving, soaking it all up. And we prayed for this one lady specifically. We were just going down the line. She was just tearing up, tearing up, tearing up, or sorry, weeping, tearing up, then weeping. And we just laid our hands on her and Nick had a word for her. And then he stops and he said, receive your miracle and just kept going. And so fast forward to Tuesday night, we had testimonies and that lady, her name is Shannon. And she basically two weeks prior went to the doctor to check out some things with her body because she wasn't sleeping well. In the checkup, they found a lump in her breast that was the size of half fist of a half fist and she and her husband were obviously like whoa you know kind of devastated in that moment like oh my gosh we don't know if this is cancer but I mean this is a big lump like this is terrible so again fast forward to they didn't they they hadn't gotten got it checked out from finding it to then basically the meetings so fast forward to the meetings nick lays hands on her she tells her testimony tuesday night and she explains all of this that i had just explained and then she said i knew in that moment when nick said receive your miracle that i received the my miracle and beyond a shadow of a doubt she's like i know that that i'm healed and that lump is gone she went home that night her and her husband checked out her breast and the lump was gone and so she told that testimony on Tuesday night and it was just, I was elated. I can't think of a better word. I was just so excited because I knew in my spirit as I went down the line, praying for people with Nick, laying hands on people, seeing people receive. You can feel when people are pulling and the Holy Spirit is doing a work. I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that there were things happening and like it wasn't even, oh man, you know, hope everyone got their miracle or hope everyone received tonight. No, it was like, no, they received. People took a hold of the word and they got what they needed. They got what they wanted from Jesus. And so I knew something happened. And so when she told that testimony, it was just such an encouragement because I was like, I knew it. <laughs> Maybe not the specific testimony, but I knew God did something so amazing. And so another man that had come, him and his family, I think they have five or six kids, precious family. They had come to the meeting Sunday morning, Tuesday, uh, Monday night and Tuesday. Monday they were there and we went around and laid hands on everyone, just like I had said. And we prayed for him, moved on, you know, just you follow the Holy Spirit, you obey, you do what you got to do and you move on. You really don't know what these people are going through, but you just do it. So again, fast forward Tuesday night, the testimonies, he comes up, he explains how he had suffered with long COVID for two years, which is basically when you get COVID and then you get better, but the symptoms stay. Well, technically you don't get better. 
you basically just have COVID, like the symptoms of COVID, but you don't have COVID. Anyway, so he had this situation for two years to the date of two weeks ago. And with long COVID, he was sleeping like two to three times a day. He had to go on disability because he couldn't work. He had no energy. It was like 25 years had been added onto his life. He had brain fog like no one's business. He was just a corpse in a sense, like no life, like just not living, just kind of existing. And so he had came Tuesday and told that basically after we laid hands on him Monday night, he had energy come back into his body. Usually he would lean on his cart in the grocery store because he like could barely get around. And that night him and his daughter had to pick up some milk at the store. And basically he was, you know, he was about to close. It was late after the service. He was rushing through the whole store, like running around the store and realized, oh my gosh, my energy is coming back. Like this is crazy. (laughs) And so fast forward to Tuesday night when he's telling this testimony, he's basically like, I have energy coming back. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And it ended there. However, Wednesday, the next day, I get a call because I gave his phone number, sorry, gave my phone number to his wife to stay in touch and so on. And so I got a call from this random Canadian number. I answered. I'm like, oh, this is Jasmine. He's like, oh, this is so-and-so. His name is Martin. This is Martin. I want to talk to Nick. I have such amazing news. And I was like, oh, I'm not with him. Let me give you his number. So I give him Nick's number. He calls Nick. Fast forward, I get home. I get to Nick and he basically explains how Martin had called to tell him that every bit of brain fog, fatigue, uh, just every trace of long COVID had completely left his body. He had energy through the roof. It was like 25 years had come off of him again. And basically just rejoicing and telling us like, I have been completely healed. Like I no longer have to take naps Every day for two years, guys, every day for two years, he took a nap every day, except for one of those days. But apart from that one day, he was sleeping all the time. And our friend Josh, he explained like every time he would see him at church, he was like, this guy was really struggling. Like he would almost not even know what to say because he he was just could barely talk. And Josh just didn't know what to do. But long story short, just a testament that God is so good and he cares about the little details. He cares about the fact that, hey, this man is now a father to his children again. He's now a husband to his wife, like he has energy. And he texted me, or no, he called that same day and explained and was just rejoicing and telling us how much life he has and how better he feels. And he was telling that he told his daughter, like, or no, sorry, his daughter was like, hey, can I have screen time? And he was like, well, you know, just poking fun. Let's go on a a run, like race me. And if you win, you get to have screen time. And so, of course, they start the race. Meanwhile, their yard is like five acres. So it's big, right? This is Winnipeg, (laughs) farmland of Winnipeg. So they start racing. She's obviously running ahead of him, laughing. Like, you know, he's she's thinking like, oh, I'm so going to win. They keep running. She gets tired. He keeps going, guys and keeps going like the whole duration of their yard obviously he gave her the ipad but it was just so encouraging (laughs) to hear how he had so much energy and then three days later after that so this was probably toward the end of the week friday or saturday 
he texts me and he's like hey guys i just want to let you know i went on a 5k bike ride the only thing that's tired is my legs obviously but i have great energy i just wanted to encourage you god is so good i'm completely healed and so this guy like grabbed a hold of it it was like he was a new man martin the old martin died new martin resurrected and was alive again and it was just so beautiful to watch and the life in his eyes and the love in his voice and how he just i don't know erupted the goodness and praise of god it was just amazing it was beautiful so that was another testimony another girl got healed of heartburn that we didn't even know she had again so many people had come we didn't really do specific calls we just felt to lay hands and transfer the anointing and break the yoke and break the bondage off of these people and man oh man that's what happened it was the best week we've ever had in our ministry it was just true revival not just like revival lots of people in a room screaming it's like no this was like the hearts of families were being turned back to each other um our good friends we had their a house meeting and their neighbors were getting saved and crying and weeping under the presence of god grown men like 65 year old you know well-to-do men <laughs> crying on someone's patio because jesus was moving god was moving and you know family members and good friends and like well-to-do people that came and just melted under the presence of god and really just received what god was doing so it was just so encouraging to witness that obviously our friends they're completely different people from when we had met them in january their testimony is incredible maybe i will get her on one of these podcasts um anyway so just a recap of what god did was so encouraging it was um the most fulfilling i will have to say uh, when you truly die to yourself and allow the holy spirit to mold you into his image and really shine bright through you that's when life gets exciting when we're so self-aware and self-conscious life is kind of like a prison we're honest like when you live for yourself whew, i've been there done that and it sucks so <laughs> let's not do that um that week not only did so many people that we minister to you know not not only did they get transformed and touched but it really changed me as a person and made me realize how regardless of the rah-rah and the fluff and the sprinkles and the sugar-coated crap. Like the true reason why we're alive is to bring Jesus and to be Jesus and to be loved to people so that they can be free from their bondage and, and walk in what Jesus made available to them to walk in. And true revival is hearts of people coming alive to the understanding that Jesus paid such a price with his blood for them to live a life of freedom and joy and prosperity and truth and to live free from themselves and to then go out and further the gospel and further the kingdom of heaven. And I believe that is the epitome of revival. And that's what we had. And it was amazing. It was so fun. So many testimonies still. One lady was healed from PTSD that she had struggled with for so long. Um, that came to the meetings at the church and just I'm sure there's even more 
So when we go back, which we're going back um, October 1st, we are going to do tent meetings. And I am beyond excited. Uh, Word of mouth is really what's going to bring the people in there. And that first trip, or well, second trip, which was two weeks ago, is a big part of how we're going to bring in the lost and bring in the people that have been in church that are dead and really bring Jesus to Winnipeg. So we're super excited. It's a beautiful open door. We're walking through it. And God connects you with people like Josh and Laura that are just, you know, this is their dream. It's helping people and and being in the flow, being in the river, you know, like being a part of what God's doing, really. And so God connects you with people like that, and it's just incredible so needless to say we're excited god is amazing nicholas is amazing every time he preaches i'm obviously his wife so i'm biased but every time he preaches it just gets better and better and so i'm so proud of him i'm so excited for what god's gonna do and i thought i would share because everywhere i've been going and every person i've been with i was just spewing and spouting all of these testimonies because I'm still excited. Every time I think about it, it just gives me so much joy because it was like purposeful, you know? It wasn't just spinning your wheels to spin your wheels. It's like this this has fruit, lasting fruit that will come from these meetings and come from this time. And so we're excited. We are expecting God to do incredible things in the tent meeting in October. Um, we're going to do baptisms, maybe do like, I don't know, more to come, more to come. I will tell you when I have more information, but I just cannot wait. And Winnipeg, guys, of all places, like I'm just ranting at this point, but who cares? This is why I have a podcast. Um, Winnipeg of all places, it just makes me laugh because it's just, I love it. I love it. I love it because no one knows where Winnipeg is. (laughs) If you're not really well-versed in Canada geography, then yeah, you definitely don't know where Winnipeg is. Um, but again, it's just so exciting and, um, I'm so thankful to be a part of really what God has for that city. And, uh, has a special place in my heart. I'll never forget these meetings. I'll never forget Winnipeg. I'll never forget the people that we encountered and just connected with. I mean, I can see them in my mind as I'm talking to you, just hearts of gold, hearts of gold. And so I just encourage you guys. I I told this briefly. I spoke briefly on Tuesday night just to encourage the people of that church. Like whenever God does something, even if it's small, in your life, don't stay quiet about it. Shout your testimony from the rooftops. Tell every person, even if they don't even believe in Jesus. (laughs) That's even better. Talk to people like they're saved. That's what my mom always says. And that's what she does. And I applaud for it. She's an amazing woman. but She really does. Growing up as a kid, I'm like, mom, they're not saved. Like they don't understand what that means. Like when she would... (laughs) just talk to people in the store she would talk to them like you know they've been going to church all their life but I love that because it's like 
hey, let's call people up to a, to a higher standard. Let's share our testimony. Let's not be ashamed of it. You know, when you go and you experience a great restaurant or a great team, hockey team game, whatever, I can't even say it, hockey game or a great movie or, you know, you're telling people, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Like, this is so amazing. Like, you need to go. There's a restaurant here in Tampa. It's called Pont. And it's like a very foo-foo high-end restaurant. But it's so good. What you get for the value of everything matches entirely. And Nick and I love the calamari there. And we're always like, guys, you got to get the calamari. You got to go to Pont. You have to get the calamari at Pont. It's so good. Guys, go to Pont. So what I'm trying to say is when Jesus does something in your life, if it is a simple thing as someone gave me a smile right when I needed it or, you know, to the biggest thing in your life that you need breakthrough in and God comes and does it, like share your testimony, give God glory for what he's done, make his name known, make Jesus name known, make his fame known, like make him shine because when he shines through you, that's when all men come to understanding like, oh, I have to be saved. I don't know what it is. But man, when that person talks, when they told me that story of how the lady had the lump in her breast disappear, like, I, I want to know that Jesus. Like, testimonies have such power. The Bible says we all know the scripture. We quote it all the time. Revelation, I think it's 311. I should know the passage. Whoops, I know the scripture. But we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, which is funny because next week's podcast is going to be about the blood and I'm going to do a whole, I'm just going to give the blood of Jesus what the time, the, the, like sometimes we overlook the blood of Jesus and it's everything. The blood of Jesus is everything from healing to redemption and, you know, our sins being forgiven and wiped clean to just, ah, the way to righteousness. The blood of Jesus is incredible. So that's next week. (laughs) Got a little plug, little teaser. But no, the testimony that you have, if it's big or small, you have been forgiven much. Therefore, you can now love much and share that joy of knowing, man, I have been forgiven. I have been bought back, redeemed. You know, even just that alone, you can't ever be discouraged. You can't be depressed. Like I was talking in my last podcast a couple weeks back. But your testimony is powerful. And whenever you're feeling a bit off or maybe you're, you know, focusing on things you shouldn't be focused on, you need to go back and realize, what has Jesus done for me? I'm going to focus on that. Our youth pastor growing up would always say, if it was just, what, I don't know, however many times he did this, but he'd always say when he would come out after worship, he would say, close your eyes, lift your hands, and think back to the last time God touched you, or the last time God really just ministered to your heart where you felt the presence of God or where the Holy Spirit was just so evident. Just think back to that time. And without fail, guys, I tell you the truth, every time he did that, there would be no message. There would be no sermon. All of the youth would be on the floor crying, laughing, wrecked by the presence of God. Because when you put focus and you really 
resonate and realign your focus back to what Jesus did for you, there's no way you can't experience it again. It's like thinking back. It's like a memory. So when you remember something, you're actually remembering the last time you remembered it. If you didn't know that. So every time you think back of when you were five years old at that specific amusement park with your family, eating cotton candy, having the best time of your life, you're actually remembering the last time you remember that. So it's the same thing with your testimony or what God's done or the the last time you experienced the Holy Spirit or the encounter that you had. You're remembering and you're going back to that moment. You're going right back to that place and therefore your spirit, there's no distance in the realm of the spirit. Time doesn't really, you know, obviously, okay, I'm not going to go all crazy science because I really don't know. I'm not that smart. But basically, your spirit is there again in that moment. And so it's so important for us to recollect, recollect and reflect and look back and really just praise God for what he's done in our life and give him the glory and realize that through your blood, by your grace, I have been saved and redeemed and bought back. And the value that you put on my life is innumerable. innumerable. And so I just want to encourage you guys. I'm, I have to remind myself of all these things that God did two weeks ago in a good way. Not like I've forgotten, but like, man, this, this is what it's about. Don't get distracted. Don't let things come and sweep you away and get you focused on something that is just futile. Like keep your heart, keep your mind on the things of God. Keep your mind on the things of the spirit. Keep your mind on truth. Keep your mind on breakthrough. Keep your mind on life. Keep your mind on joy. Keep your mind on things that are alive and active and moving and breathing. Don't don't get caught up in futile, vain stuff. It's so blah. It's when I when I find myself like on Instagram and just kind of like you know how you just kind of get lost sometimes on Instagram? I'm like, oh, bleh, bad, bye, get off. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. And I have had to unfollow some people too. But anyway, keep your minds on truth and joy and love. And really tell your testimony and be an encouragement to others around you. Deny yourself, pick up your cross, shine bright for Jesus, and your life is going to be incredible. So thanks for tuning in to this TED Talk. (laughs) I definitely went on a rant and a little bit of a ramble, but it's okay. I just wanted to reflect on everything God did and tell you guys about it because it's amazing and I'm so excited. So I could care less, couldn't care less that I ranted. I do it a lot, so bear with me. Anyway, I love you all. Thank you for tuning in this beautiful Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whatever day you're tuning in. Next week, the blood of Jesus. I'm excited. Can't wait to see and talk to talk to you all. Please reach out to me. DM me if you listen to this. I love to hear when people listen to my podcast. <laughs> um, even if I don't, it's still fine. But it does encourage me. And so I'd love to hear from you. If you have my number, text me, call me. If you have my Instagram, Facebook, DM me, reach out to me, and we will be in touch. I love you all. Father, thank you for every person that's listening. As they go about their day, may they be blessed and prosperous in everything that they put their hand to. I thank you, Lord, that you will show them things and reveal them 
uh, things in your word, not only, but also in themselves, all the things that you've put on, put on the inside of them. Thank you that they'll tap into those gifts that you've given them. And Lord, may their testimony be their billboard. May their testimony be the light that shines through them. And I thank you, Jesus. Amen. Love you all. We'll talk soon. Ciao.